Hi guys. So welcome to Three Berks on One Pod. These are the opinions you didn't know that you needed to hear. Welcome to Free Bag Swan Pod. This is Belter, joined to me by McGulpin and Barry Aye. Welcome to Getting to Know the Berks. We've got three quickfire questions on pointless things that you need to know about McGulpin, Belter, and IE. So, lads, we're going in hot with the first one. This is a tough one to answer, but I want to know. What is your favourite plug that you use to charge your phone around the house? Mine is the one behind the sofa because it's high enough up where if the lead falls down, I can just reach around and grab it and plug my phone in. Easy access. And it's right next to where I sit as well. Yeah, mine's just um, the one next to me bed. So when I'm in bed, it's just I can even like have it on charged whilst in bed playing on it. So Such a lazy fucker. That's just a lazy fuck. What's yours in the loft? <laughs> Got to work to charge that phone. <laughs> I like the one the furthest away from my bed. So when I need to text, I have to get out of bed. So when we voice note each other Roll for over, every 15 Jasmine. minutes, I have to just walk all the way to the other side of the room, text quickly, come back, and then go back again. It's all about getting them steps in, isn't it? That's it, mate. Lockdown dad bod, it's coming at me hard. What is your favourite item of clothing? Mine would be my favourite three bakes, one pod top, which I'm sporting right now. Kids yes. of roadside docks. <laughs> Dockside graphics. Rockside Dockside graphics. <laughs> roadside docks. Who are they? Mine would be these fucking cheap Adidas shorts. I've pretty much got them in like most colours. They're like six quid, but they've got no netting in. So you can go commando and it's just so fucking breezy and so comfortable. Free as a bird. I'd live in shorts. It has to be sport shorts, doesn't it? The ones that don't have nets. Yeah. Mine would be my... Probably my white skinny jeans. Okay, next question. No follow-up on that one, lads. <laughs> Come on, surely we can attack you there. Hit me. I thought it would have been your red Lacoste trackie. Oh, you could. Or your <laughs> Yamaha boots. I knew it. <laughs> For these white jeans, can we get a picture so we can upload it, please? There should be one on my Instagram. I reckon you've got rips in them as well, have they? Uh, no. But I have owned them for a couple of years, so the rips are coming. So that's why I need to get these steps in. I'll tell you a little story before we move on. I went to a Barcelona for a stag do, and I told all the lads, I've got these white jeans. So as you can imagine, shitloads of banter about it. And then when I actually put them on, they were like, ah, oh, actually, they look pretty good. Ha, fuck you. Was you worried about letting a fart go or anything, Jay? I've got quite a good record of not shitting myself, so I wasn't too worried at all. Unfortunately, I don't have that, so I can't wear fucking white jeans. Do you not just think you're like... I'd with my wife along, would they? So do you not just think you look like a twat, like you're one of them only way as Essex, Love Island people? I think the thing is, Mike, everyone thinks I'm a twat anyway, so 
I might as well dress like a Tory nonce. Yeah, I just think so, white jeans, it just screams, look at me, look at me, please look at me. Have you not seen James in a club doing push up <laughs> on a bar? James himself screams, look at me, look at me. And the last question is, what is your favourite McDonald's to visit? Mine would have to be, just for pure nostalgia reasons, the one in Green Lane. What one's When that? we spent our taxi fare on the chicken sandwiches. Well, by the Hotel Cali? By the Hotel Cali, and we had to walk fucking six miles to mine. <laughs> so just for that reason alone, that's my favourite. I probably would have went the same, because that's my local, but... Um... To try and mix it up a bit, I'll probably go with the one in Chester because Sorry. I remember like after after training and things like that, just going to grab a Mackey's and it's it's quite a big McDonald's as well, isn't it? My favourite is the one by Hamos. Well, Hamos used to be. You'd go you go down on a Saturday, you go to Barney's for a brekkie, go to fucking Hamos, drinking two pound pint of Kialan. Laddies to put your 16 fold acker on that was always going to come in, get a little bit tipsy, run over the road, get a happy meal. Happy meal, you're drinking, <laughs> you're drinking beers and put a bet on you get a happy meal just wow. over the road from Spuds as well, innit? And I think like when we were in school, Park High, that was all our always our destination at dinner time. Very, very true. And that's the end of getting to know the Burks. When we set this podcast up, we did say that we were going to talk about things that all friendship groups talk about. Now, I'm in a lot of groups with you two, unfortunately, and every group I am in, they're all talking about the same thing, and that's the Meghan Markle interview with Prince Harry. So that's what we're going to do today, boys. We're just going to discuss, we're going to break that that interview down and, and give our opinion on it. So, And these are the opinions you didn't know you needed to hear. So, if we're going to talk about Harry and Meghan, we go back to the start. They obviously got married shortly after that is when they decided to relinquish some or all of their role as the royals, didn't they? The press were reporting it as Megxit. I love a little play on words and a little pun, so I enjoyed that. But listening to the interview, they said that they didn't necessarily want that but they were more forced towards that. The wedding was, the the real wedding was with the Archbishop of Canterbury. He was doing the actual ceremony. And then it was just like, obviously probably a few guests there, but that was three or four days before the actual televised wedding. Yeah, that's the fucking tradition. Like, so for example, like Indians, they get married in a certain way. Like that's tradition. It's the same as the royals. That's the tradition. That's if you're getting married, that's the way you get married. And I think it's pretty sad because I'm not married. I don't want to be married. But if I was to get married, I certainly wouldn't want to fucking aired on the telly. And for two, who sits there and goes, mm, got die hard on Toy Story? Oh, I'll tell you what, put fucking Kate Middleton's wedding on there. Who sits there and watches someone's fucking wedding that they don't know? I watched beep, 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 beep. it. My wife. <laughs> I watched it. I remember watching it at work. It's a massive event. It's a bank holiday. So with them being... We got a bank holiday at the first one, not, not Harry and Meghan's. Well, that's it. With them being private, we lost out on a bank holiday. Bank holiday means fuck all to me. Boris Johnson, shove your 1% up your arse, you fat cunts. <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> I just told him, mate. He's, yeah, hopefully he's a keen listener. 
I reckon also with like a lot of a lot, a lot of stuff surrounding the wedding as well, she didn't want certain things to happen. So I think there was controversy over the bridesmaids dresses, the flower girl dresses where was it Megan apparently made Kate Middleton cry, but it was the other way around. It's all just too much, mate, and it's all it's all laid in the fucking public eye. Like you you're always gonna get like people put bets on what the Queen's gonna wear. Like it's fucking daft. And personally yeah. I think like journalism, tabloids, and all that shit. It just shouldn't exist. Like it's it's killed Diana. I'll go out and fucking say that right now. The press mm. killed her. It's killed recently um, Caroline Flack. Like fucking suicide, mental health are on the rise, and yet it's okay for these cunts to fucking hunt people down, camp outside the houses, and it's like the celebrities, yeah, and they are fascinating and the role models, but they don't deserve people. Dead in the fucking grid 24-7, publishing shit. Like, if I went round taking pictures of people, I'd get swatted or put in jail. Well, it has happened to famous people where they've, like, lobbed people's phones when they've been trying to record them and they've been sued. It's unfair. One thing I found really sinister or scary from that interview with Harry and Meghan was when Harry was saying about that they couldn't do anything to piss off the press... Like, who runs the country? The press, or the royals, or the prime minister, or Freebergs One Pod? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at Freebergs One Pod, or get on touch on the website, Freebergs One Pod.co.uk. It's, it's, it's baffling to me. It's crazy. How can the Queen, who's on our fucking money, she's in our pockets all the time, they're scared to piss off, to piss off the tabloids? It's disgraceful. They have gallers for them, don't need to invite them round. Exactly, they have garden parties in their house. They're in bed with each other. It just proves how corrupt it all is. Yeah, to me, again, it just makes no sense. And it's like, I just, who's asked? Like, fucking, I, I don't know. Like, you, you see these Heat magazines and OK magazines, and I don't want to throw fucking anyone in the in the mud, but let's just say, I, I, not even an A-star celebrity, like someone from fucking Geordie Shaw, and it's like, their story's like, oh, Hear about my pre pre wedding jitters. Who the fuck's buying that shit? Who gives who gives a who fucking even knows? crap? Yeah, who gives a shit and who knows? Did you not see the centerpiece in Heat when I wore my white jeans in Barcelona? It was fantastic. <laughs> was your torso of the week in that then? <laughs> Geek of the week. <laughs> fucking cabal no. toe of the week, lads. Personally, just shit like that just shouldn't fucking exist and it's just no one can put a foot wrong. Like the prime example for me, where I really fucking hate British um, tabloids, and that is Jay Gooding. She's a racist. She's this. She's that. She's this. She's that. Her name got dragged in the fucking dirt all because yeah. she made one comment on a reality TV show. She was treated like shit. We don't know her mental health, like uh, uh, whatever. It wasn't recorded back then. But sadly, she lost her life. And then the same newspapers were like, oh, poor Jade, like praising her. And it's like, hang on a minute, you fickle motherfuckers. You were killing her a fucking year ago. The thing with the media and the press is they don't give a fuck. They want the bad news. They, they You don't see on the front of the news, a cow gives birth to 12 fucking calves. It's always murder. Be scared. Don't go outside. The thing is, with the, what I would say was perfect example was in the... Um the interview of Oprah Winfrey, whereas Kate was um, praised for, you know, holding the baby bump. 
I'm like rubbing it in things. I do that on my belly anyway, just because it's <laughs> protruding. So she's doing it obviously because she's got a baby. Well, then Megan's doing it, and it's all fake. It's it's just for the public's um, sake. And then there was one where um, Kate Middleton was eating avocados, and um, because it's it it helps with morning sickness, and she suffered really badly with it. And then when Megan was eating avocados to help with morning sickness, she was responsible for like deforestation and like world famine. It's just, mate, it's it's really fucking bad and it's just getting to the point now where it's like enough is enough and it's time for a change. Like, the, the lot of it needs to fucking go. We just don't need it. The world will be a better place without it. Like, there's just so many examples, mate. Like, I don't even want to fucking mention the fucking scum paper, which, you know, I'm, which I'm on about. Like, look at mm. that, for example. The news of the world, which no longer exists because they were hacking mobiles and shit. Like, that desperate for a story. Like, it's just ruining people's lives. Like, I read, like, Gaza fell out with his parents because he told his dad something in confidence, and then it was in the paper, like, three days later, and he was adamant his dad's fucking sold them out for a couple of quid, and he was, like, kicking off for his dad, going, you're the only fucker I've told. But it turned out a couple of years later, his dad's phone got fucking hacked. So yeah. that's how they got the story. And it's it's fucking ripping families apart, ripping lives apart, all for a fucking story. No job, like no no amount of money is worth it. Like the scumbags that do that job fucking get a normal job, you fucking idiots. One thing Harry said in the interview as well about the press is he asked for calm. And that's when he sort of went on to the points I made before about the, the dinner parties, which I.E. said, and all the rest of them being in bed with each other. You guys are right, like... They just tried to vilify her from the start, like, and if you've got a prince, the the, the better looking prince, by the way, I think I look more like the the other one, but the better looking prince is asking for apparently his dad is James Hewitt. Oh, are you dropping that one in? <laughs> yeah, chuck it in. Dirty Diana. He looks the best as well. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> One thing that really made me feel weird was when they were talking about their son. And the one thing he always says is, drive safe, drive safe. Uh, is that something that, that Harry's pushing onto, onto Archie, is it? They're pushing onto Archie because he's Arch. concerned at what happened. Is that a hidden message? I love a conspiracy. Is that a hidden message? Is he saying, drive safe out there because of the shit that's happened with his mum? This is an Easter egg. I think Harry was so young when um, when his mum died and some some chilling fucking videos and pictures and that, which, you know, I, I just don't think he, he knew the ins and the outs. And I think with Megan, she's probably maybe broke a few walls down and said, have you ever heard, like, the conspiracy and that? And maybe maybe Harry's dived into it. Like, he's, he's fucking not soft. I think he knows there's shit out there and there is a story. And I don't think he knows what to believe. But from that interview, William seems similar as well. Like the way he talks about William, to me, I was getting the vibe that he's had enough, but he fe- he feels more trapped. I think he's more in line and he's him in. So Case and William are like the prim and proper royals. Whereas I think Harry, even from a younger age, has always been like, the black sheep of the family going to Vegas, getting strippers in his room and stuff and getting bladder going out with like it girls and seeing falling out of clubs and stuff. Um, but I think then he gets with a mixed race girl 
which has never really happened before, brings it into the family, then we're getting married. There's obviously issues there between the royal family. They don't seem to really like this. And then obviously this is a girl that he loves. Then he's like, do you know what? This isn't real life. You know, he knows he's grown up in it and he knows it's a privileged life. But if you can't go out, I think Megan said at one stage before lockdown, she was in a house for four months and she only went out twice during to see her friends because people are saying, what will it look like? About this and about that because there's obviously issues going on so it's all about what it will look like rather than what's actually fucking going on because the monarchy has got to look so prim and proper but those any family behind closed doors there's always some skeletons isn't there you mentioned that about like the getting with a mixed race girl i think that was one of the biggest takeaways from this whole thing they said yeah. all of this changed around the time she was pregnant well, actually, let's start off a positive. They said that they're expecting a second child and they announced that they're having a girl. I was reading on Twitter today that they're going to go with quite an um, an, an older name for a, for a girl. They're going with Barry Aye. <laughs> but um, Megan said it all went wrong when she got pregnant. But who do you lads think was the one who wanted to know if the baby was not going to be white? See, with this, this is the one part of the interview I really disliked. I think if you're going to sit there with Oprah and you're going to fucking air all this fucking dirty laundry out, have the fuck, like, it takes balls. It fucking takes massive balls to stand up to your family, let alone your fucking royal family. Like, I can't credit them enough. Massive balls. But give us names. Fucking out. Name drop. And if you're asking me to guess... My guess would be, I'm going to say Charles. My initial guess was Philip, because I think years ago when they got together, there was um, there was a remark made, and then people just put it down to his, his old school, you know, his old age. That's what it was like back then. Um, but then I think it was confirmed that it wasn't Philip or the Queen, so I'm going to go with Charles, and I think that's why it's a, it's a bit frosty. But also, I think it got frosty also around when she was pregnant, because... Apparently, again, I, I'm not a royal, I wouldn't know this, but apparently the Queen gives you three names that you can pick from. What? Uh, yeah, and Archie wasn't one of those names. It's a they, fucking they joke. Like, it's a they fucking to like Archie. joke. Jesus Christ. Like, I get it. She's the Queen. She's the monarch. She's amazing. She's been alive for 700 years. Fantastic. It's just a fucking nan. If my nan comes up to me yeah. and says, listen, lad, my wife's my wife's Asian, by the way. For you, the listeners who don't know me personally, hello to the listeners in Russia and Canada. Thank you so much for listening. I'm James. I'm bald, and my wife is Asian. Pound. <laughs> so when my wife was pregnant, we did have a couple of little jokes. Are we gonna have a brown baby or a white baby? Because my wife's a little bit brown, and I'm white as fuck. And yeah, yous are like very opposite, aren't you? Exactly. So we are. The Heron, Heron, the Harry and Meghan of Chester. I can't, oh, right. remember, can't remember my you're point. You're such a Tory, you're comparing yourself to a prince and princess now. <laughs> so, so yeah, we weren't sure what colour the baby was going to come out. She came out healthy, that's all the fucking matter. But if my nan was alive at the time and said, listen, Jamie, these are the names, Barry Aye, Samantha or Cynthia, like, fuck you, pal. Well, I wouldn't say that, I'd have some respect. I'd say it behind her back. But you got fucking Queenie. Just because she's on a £20 no thinks she can start picking people's kids' names. Fuck off, Lizzie mm-hmm. girl. It's all if you believe it or not, though. Like, it, it could not be true. And it's 
this this race war that I believe it's being made out to be is again it could have just been a comment that was dropped meant as a joke but actually not funny which you've just said yourself you and your wife were having them it could have been I even remember having a conversation with you James I said what do you think um I think he was you knew he was having a girl didn't you mm-hmm I'm pretty sure. I said, what, what do you reckon she's going to look like? Do you reckon she'll be dark like Jasmine or, or like light like you? That could have just, it could have been a remark like that and it's been taken the complete wrong way. And I went straight to the press about it. <laughs> but again, I just think like, it, it obviously it doesn't matter. To, to us guys, we know it doesn't fucking matter. Whether you come out fucking blue, pink or whatever fucking colour, your child, you're going to love it regardless. I just think yeah. if, if, if the royal family were that racist, and they were that concerned about it that this fucking they can kill you in a in a, in a second. Then once that relationship got serious, do you not think they've sat down and gone, these two could have kids here? Let's get rid of this bitch. And then M M five are on the fucking phone. James Bond's there, fucking hunting, fucking Megan down. Do you know what I mean? Like it could have been. Did, before she even got pregnant, before that comment was made, she could have been wiped off the face of the earth and. Presented as an accident. Interrupting your regular broadcast to bring you Berg Facts. My Berg Fact is I've got six tattoos and two of them are on my arse cheeks. Back to your regular broadcast. The royal family, to be honest with you, I don't really have an opinion on it. I love Diana from what I've seen and what I've heard. She seemed a fucking real saint. She seemed one of them people that's got a fucking heart of gold. Like, she just seemed incredible. Everyone else, I've just sort of gone, they seem a bit up their own arse. But with Harry, you could fucking relate to Harry. He's done stupid things. He's made mistakes like... He has dressed up as a Nazi, which he'll be the first to say. That was the fucking biggest mistake of my life. But it's fucking human. We all do it. We all do shit like that. And I can relate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't all dress like Nazis. Come on. Not like Nazis, but you know what I mean? We've all made fucking mistakes. We've all done. And that's the difference, though, mate. We make a mistake, and it's only fucking 10 people know about it. The whole world knows about it when Harry makes a mistake. But it just shows to me he's just a normal lad, and... He's the he's the person I'd want as king. So I am quite sad that he has left the royals because yeah, that was sick. always a belief. Like we're, once he's king, we're we're gonna have a fucking great nation here. Well, because he's left it, I would say they should introduce a King of the Rings style tournament and have a uh, have eight people all progress to the final or sixteen progress to the final and then you king. I wouldn't want Andrew giving me a pump handle slap. <laughs> Well, that's another thing. That's another thing. We mentioned in an earlier podcast so much, probably the first two or three, about Jeffrey Epstein. I think we can't remember if we said it on tape or if we said it privately. Stop talking about him. He must have been like flavor yeah. of the month. And the one of the person that was indicated in that so much was Prince Andrew. So why doesn't she just come out and talk about that? Why would you want to why would you want him babysitting your kids? Yeah, and to me, the biggest concern about that, that that's been dropped. That's out there. No why one even talked about investigated? Like, Yeah. Why has it not been investigated? And also, you've got Mar- uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry on the fucking sofa. Oprah Winfrey, she's fucking brilliant. She's so good at interviewing people. Why the fuck did she not go in with that? 
that would be the first thing I'd say. Is Andrew a fucking nonce? <laughs> and it seemed like a massive concern of Harry's was that his losing his security, wasn't it? Because he was born into the Royals, whereas Meghan obviously married knowing what she was going to be coming into. Obviously, when she's come in, she, the pressure of it has been ridiculous. And it doesn't sound like she's been very um, welcomed. They said when she joined, oh, well, when she joins, um, we're not going to have enough money to cover her, so she's going to have to keep on acting. Like, just, you're the fucking queen and that. Just get some more money. Go to bank. You got on HSBC. It's not even that. There's so much money in that fucking family. It's all funded by us anyway. So if someone's going to marry someone, marries into the family, they go on trips. It's all fucking fun. Did you reckon Megan had to go to her bank to go to her Mackey's? No. No. Well, we're all paying for the Duke of Edinburgh fucking bronze award. I've lost that now. It's all going straight to the fucking Queen in there. They just don't pay for shit, do they? If, if Megan Markle and William walked into a restaurant, they're not getting a bill, are they? But one nah. thing they do need tax money for is to keep them safe. Now, I yeah. hate taxes. I remember... Scott was working before me, so when I got my first pay, I was like, oh, look, I've been taxed, and I was buzzing. Scott, it's been 20 years or so. It's not fun anymore. It's um, not fun. I say 20 years ago. That means I was starting when I was 12, but anyway, I'm not very good at maths. Uh, <laughs> but he, he needs that security. Imagine if Al-Qaeda fucking captured him. We would have painted a target on his back now. Massively. And to remove his security because he doesn't want to be part of the family... Or wants to have reduced things. He wants to spend time with his wife and his kid. Absolutely I can get where the public are coming on it. I can get where the public are coming from, saying like, you know, they're paying for their taxes and that, but that's not paying for that. But as you've said, he was born into that. He didn't ask for that. That was his. That was his. It's like his given right. And the, but the worst thing for me was Archie was never ever going to be given security or even a what's name a title. But why is Will's and Kate's children all got titles? That's a really good point, though. Harry, Harry definitely seems, it's from an early age, definitely seems the black sheep of the family, doesn't he? Yeah, 100%. I think there was a story when his, um, his obviously his mum was killed and that, and he had to walk all the time, he's walking behind. He got told to not cry, man up. I think that, well, that's not, not exact words, but obviously this, no, that's, that's what that's, that's been floating serious. around. Um, could, could what it'll look like. You're a 12-year-old boy, you need to cry, you know what I mean? Your mum's dead, you know, you're at a funeral. So... It's like machines, isn't it? It's like we'll build you, we'll we'll fucking manufacture you. You'll be the way we want you to be. Like I think it was, he said to Meghan Markle, uh, "Just be you, but fifty percent less." How can someone be hard <laughs> for themselves? Like, and she had to fucking betray that for like however many three four years. Like, well, how is that gonna going impact? your mind and your mental health. Well, well that's why 100%, mate, she, it's correct when she said she's suicidal and it pisses me off when people question it. Exactly. And this is, this is the would, thing. If you're being half yourself, you would be suicidal. There was a point someone made and it was like, boo-hoo, Megan, you know, a princess who lives in a big palace, um, millions of pounds, um, an actress. How can anyone like that be suicidal, but then you look at someone else. I think me missus mentioned this to me. Beep, 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 beep. Robin Williams, what an amazing actor. He had mental health issues. Millionaire, he still committed suicide. So it doesn't matter how much money you've got on the bank or where you live. We've said in previous pods we've struggled with our mental health before. We're proud to admit that. But at one point, we wouldn't have been able to do that. And you think of the grand scheme of things. Our jobs are difficult to us at times. But the grand scheme of things... 
It's not nothing compared to being a multi-millionaire pop star like Robbie Williams or being oh, yeah. in the public eye and having everything scrutinised. Like you said, you can't have an avocado without being questioned about chopping down the Brazilian fucking rainforest. Like, mm. it's ridiculous. So, of course, these guys are going to come out and talk about mental health. And I... I don't know if it's the right way, but I thought it was nice or refreshing to hear them be so open and honest. The pair of them, it was like the world's most famous couple, and they're talking about it. Exactly. Well, the world's most famous now, Kim and Kanye, have sadly decided to part ways. I'll be honest; like I I was one of them very naive people that would think, "How the fuck can you be depressed? How the fuck can you want to kill yourself? You've got millions." and, And as I've grown older. I've realised that 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 isn't everything. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Like no. I could wake up tomorrow with a billion pound in my bank. I might be a little bit happier, but it still wouldn't take away like a, a couple of my demons, which I won't go into. Exactly. But money, money. No matter how much money I throw at it, it would not fucking get rid of a lot of shit in my life. You would need trillions to make you better at fantasy football. I.e., just to clear you in, we're recording this the Wednesday the tenth. Mikey has lost his fantasy league again. He's rock bottom, and he's lost by one point. Idiot! Fucking lad. To chippy tits by all people. <laughs> Shouts out to Sam Calcas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. You will get better at fantasy football, but that's not what we're here for today. We're here talking about the um, massive interview that's happened between Meghan, Harry, and Oprah. You know what? Going back to mental health, though, it's. There's lots of people that talk about it, and I've, I've made a few notes here. Of Piers Morgan's actually slagged off two that I've found so far on the internet. There's a lot more stories coming out about him. Um, but he, he still stands by his word. Apparently, he's released a statement and said he still stands by his word. He doesn't believe a word that comes out of Meghan Markle's mouth and things like this. I, th- I think if you can stand by your word, lad, but if someone has suffered with something like that so publicly, you can't just go on and say it's all fake. Yeah, like, I'm a big advocate for freedom of speech. I think everyone should have the right to, to vent their opinions. That's what we do. Um, but I think when you start challenging someone's fucking mental health and that, there becomes a line for me. And, like, you just you just There's can't a way of doing that it. line. If, if, if I say to you guys, oh, I'm feeling fucking suicidal, I wouldn't expect you two to then turn around to me and go, bullshit, you're chatting shit. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like it's fucking, exactly. it's quite evil, like in in many ways. I think with him as well, it's he can dish it, but he can't take it. There's a, there was another video that came out, and it was a guy called Niall who was on Love Island. He was only on for two weeks, um, didn't get voted off for anything. It was just like, um, I think Love Island released a statement saying Niall's left due to mental issues or mental health issues, and then that was already out there. And then a few days later, Piers Morgan was ripping. If it even said, that, sorry to go back that he, he had Asperger's and he was obviously on the spectrum for autism and things. And um, Piers Morgan just started like copycatting his his tics and his his things he would say. This guy said like a lot, but that was just like a tick that he had when he was nervous. And he just kept going on and on about it and thinking, you're a man of power, you know, you've, you're loaded. A lot of people view you every single fucking morning and you're just, you're just ripping into someone who's openly said that, that they're autistic. Not viewing them anymore, are they? Well, they're not, they're not, yeah. A lot of time on his hands now, isn't he? Is he coming on Freeberg Swan Pod? I know he's been asked. So, yeah, <laughs> I did tweet him. Uh, unfortunately, he hasn't blocked me yet or replied. But that is the epitome, though, of what you're saying about him being able to give it and not take it. He's been giving it the big for fucking years. 
He's a I think he's been doing that for man. ten years. He's a he's a he's a cunt. He's a cunt. All the, I don't watch Good Morning Britain. I don't. I, I can't be asked that sort of telly. I get up in the morning and I flick through Instagram, <laughs> and then I I always seem see some highlights of him shouting at someone. Well, the other day he starts getting. He wasn't even being shouted at. He was just getting some facts said back said back to him. And it was calm see, as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He, and he, you could see though he was really rattled to start with, like Mikey when he checks his fantasy halfway through the game week, because mm. he wouldn't even look at him. He was red in the face. He was pissed off. The guy was calm, cool, collected, made his points well. And then as soon as he walked away, he, what did he call him? Like atrocious or diabolical? And when Piers went on Twitter, he said, "Oh, I'm not staying on telly if I'm going to be called diabolical." It was a word like that. But he said it after he'd already walked off. He's a fucking gobshite. He said much worse. He, in many ways, like I'll be honest, I've liked a lot of his interviews this year because he's he's gone after Matt Man, Hancock and guys like that that mm. I fucking despise. So for me, he's been brilliant this year because I've enjoyed them interviews. But he is very rude. He doesn't let them get a word in edgeways, and he'll fucking proper put them down. But then when it's happening to him, and and I and as you said, in a very professional manner, and he just doesn't like it. Not being able to get your points across and always button people in. It's like trying to fucking speak on this podcast with IE. Fucking always cuts in and I'm trying to edit it out every week. It fucking kills me. <laughs> Sorry, there's another one as well where I think he, he can't come across as this. Like, Susanna Reid, there's a main, main anchor with him and he, he she probably gets about five fucking words in a, an episode. But there was one I was watching on Instagram. I've seen this briefly on, on, on This Morning Britain. I seen the clip of it more recently. Was um, he was talking about there's a blonde lady on. I forget her name, and he was saying, "Come on, what are you wearing today? Why do you come to work in a miniskirt?" And then she's like, "I haven't come to work in a miniskirt. I've come to work in a dress." He goes, "Come on, stand up. Let the public see you." And she got like a short dress. I'm not in too short. And Piers like, "Boom!" Once you walked in in here with that on, I knew it was summer. And then Susanna reads like just Piers. She's just wearing a dress. Yeah, I I seen that mate, and and cringe. That made me very uncomfortable. Very cringe. He was like, "Oh, I'm not complaining." Like you just, you just, it was the way he said it as well. It's just the undertones. Like you are a creep. Why do we think he's got heat with Megan, and why do we think he doesn't believe anything that she says? Because he's tried it on with her, and she's fucking given she the elbow. Him. As if, as if. No, that... he's, he's admitted it. Yeah, but he's admitted out it. drinking with her, and then the night she met Harry, he so he's took her where Harry was, and she's literally gone, oh, Prince, fuck this, ugly cunt's off. Yeah, they said he was out for a few beers. She was having a couple of dirty martinis. And then he put her in a cab, expecting to hear from her. She went off and then met Harry. He said, since then, I've not heard from her. He said, I was a bit upset because I really liked her. There's old Look interviews. at the age difference as well. <laughs> Isn't he married? There's old, probably, but there's old interviews, and he really dislikes her, and he's disliked her for a long time. So I think he's... He's seen this as a way to attack her, and he really has attacked her. He's defending in, the monarchy and is defending the royal family, which if people want to do that, fair enough. They've, they, everyone's got their own agenda, but he just seemed to like really attack her. He wasn't going out after Harry, who was saying the same things as Meghan. It was all directed at Meghan. Yeah, and then he's that's it. He's bitter, and then he's kind of made it like she's wrecked the monarchy. She's turned his his yeah. his, um, his head and made him she's do this. He would never have done this. He probably never would have done this, but it's like he now knows this is not fucking real life. This is what it seems to me when I watched that interview. It's like he's kind of woke up and smelt, smelt the roses and gone, this isn't all what it's cracked up to be. One thing I will say with Piers, though, is 
I do think, like, I don't know the ratings or whatever, but I do think that Good Morning Britain now, their their ratings will dip because I think he's so controversial. There's when have you ever seen like Good Morning Britain get any clips on on Instagram, Facebook? Nice. But it does because of Piers. Whereas I know now Jeremy Clarkson's linked with the role, and I think he would be. I reckon perfect. The, 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 he might go up. He'd be even yeah. better. He'd be perfect because again, controversial. And to quote the great Eric Bischoff, controversy <laughs> creates cash. I reckon Jeremy Clarkson as well. He's got to get up that early. If someone hasn't made him a sandwich, he just fucking slapped them live on telly as well. <laughs> like he what's, looks um, good job. <laughs> what's Jeremy Clarkson famous for? Top Gear. It's a fame. It's a famous show. It was, I think, one of the, one of the world's most famous shows. What was? I've never seen it. What's it about? Shagging exhausts. <laughs> Piled. Piled. <laughs> Automotive horn. Two pound. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even asked, are you? No. Don't even care. Can't contain it's me. It's so obvious that you were baiting into it. You just knew it and you were like, fuck, I'll have a bite of that. <laughs> fucking knew it. It's my favourite. I'm looking at this as a, as a scoreboard now, not of how much money I'm putting in. It's for a good cause. Mate, me, me and you were donating very well. Unfortunately, we can't say the same about the Tory. Yeah. Speaking of Tories, as we are talking about the Harry Meghan interview, have you guys seen the reply from the Queen? I have. I've, I've, you know what? I've seen bits of it, but I've not really had time to like read for her properly. I I've seen bits. I can understand bits. why you haven't seen bits. I'll read you what it says. The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised particularly of race are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the... F- the family privately. Harry, Meghan and Archie will always be loved family members. Sorry, I can understand why you couldn't read all of that, i.e. that was super long. I thought that was one part of the statement. I don't know. That's all so I it's see. very brief, wasn't it? Fucking hell. I just think in the future now, we're going to find out a lot because this is going to... Um, that's, that's their grandchild. Are they going to come back to England, even if it's for like a little one-week vacation to, to well, you know, go see your nan and stuff like that? I just think saying he, that one-week vacation, sorry to put in, Mike, again, but that one-week vacation, he was scheduled for one in Norfolk, um, where yeah. I used to live in Norwich. Um, I think he was going to go to Sandringham if that's up that way. He was going to see his nan, so the copy see the Queen, so him and Meghan. And then Harry said that his secretary got in touch with his his nan's secretary, and then it ended up that his nan's too busy all week, so he can't come down. And that was on the Oprah interview as well, but they, they had to condense it down because it would have gone on for hours. Crazy. Like, so yeah. if, if he never, ever comes back to England, like, their kid, the kids will pretty much not even know the Queen's a nan because they're like, the nan's a queen, rather, sorry, because they're just that young. I think, though, the kids would have... They're not going to have a normal life because, like, the celebrities really aren't. they like, yeah. you know, Megan and that... But it's they'll have a much more normal life than Harry has ever had, I think. Yeah, definitely. Which I think is good for them. The funny thing about it all, lads, is we said we wanted to set this podcast up to talk about things that all friendship groups have, to- have, have discussed. And this is something definitely people have discussed. Would you think if these were from bed, anyone would give a fuck? Do you mean H&M? <laughs> no, I mean Harry and Meghan, your abbreviation, <laughs> pedo. I think that'll be next year. If I abbreviate anything, it's a quid. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't give a single fuck, mate. And I think when working class people from rough areas do make it to like stardom, 
they they can really fucking struggle because it is just so out the ordinary. Like Wayne Rooney's had it from the age of fucking fifteen, mate. He's been photographed in Pizza Hut and he's been called, you know, he's been fucking battered for it. Should Wayne Rooney be eating pizza before a big England game? And you're like, fuck off. Yeah, he went cray cray and started shagging grannies, didn't he? That's the word on the street, mate. <laughs> but again, no, mate, it happens. Unfortunately, shit like that happens. Um, people do have affairs. People fucking stray, and that's that's the difference. Like John Terry will live with that for the rest of his life. Like his wife's forgiven. And for me, mate, it's it's the it's a fucking horrible crime for me. And nothing fucking gets done about it. I, I get so fucking heated, as you can tell. Like John Terry will post something up about football and and you read the comments mate and it's just like oh go shaggy mate fuck and it's always there and it's like they should be prosecuted for things like that it was yesterday i sent something in the group and some dickhead just put on instagram and it was like let's all laugh at allison and klopp's um, parents now i'm a blue i love taking the piss out of liverpool but that is just too far imagine Jurgen klopp seeing that comment mate like don't rant over. I get fucking honest to God. I get so heated by it because, like, to me, that's you're committing a crime. Like, you should be locked up. Yeah. How can someone pick up the fucking phone and type utter fucking bollocks like that? Wow. Okay, Mike. Um, go have a little lie down. I think we need to summarize this episode. <laughs> In so all the- fairness, though, mate, I I do give a shit about Harry. I, I genuinely want Harry to have a nice life. I think he's he's had a dog shit time, mate. <laughs> You have got a heart, haven't you, mate? Uh, that is adorable. Freebergs one pod don't want anyone to have a shit life. We want everyone to be happy. If your parents and grandparents are racist, it's not funny. Tell them to give their head a wobble. Doesn't matter if the baby's going to come out brown, blue. As long as it's healthy, that's all that matters. But if it does come out as a girl, then just make sure that you name it Barry IE for Freebergs one pod. <laughs> I'm just happy that the I think they've they've done their own thing. I don't see why they need to get slanted for it. I think the only reason why they've gone public is to set the record straight, and I think that's fair dues. But other than that, I don't need to be seeing her all over the fucking telly now. As someone once said, leave Britney alone. I will end this with leave Harry alone. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This has been Free Burks One Pod. We've gone a different sort of topic today, going over to something a little bit more, a little bit more serious. So we hope you've enjoyed it. Get in touch on the socials. You know where it is. Thank you for listening, and welcome along for the ride. Leave Harry alone. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs>